You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Lust for Life with James L. Mattern and Benji Susswine. Hi, everybody. This is supposed to be a talk show. It's called Lust for Life. What you just heard was us bullshitting as the mics are getting fixed. Because we don't censor us. I don't even know how far back they were <laughs> recording it at this point. Look, we all got our, our herpes taken care of, so relax. We're good. It's all good. All right. So I'm James L. Mattern. The poster that you're reading this off, off your I whatever, will say Mad Dog. Just it's Fugazi. Just move on with your life. Yeah. This is America's Bengazi? number one podcast. It's a Fugazi, not the band Fugazi. <laughs> one, Fugazi's two, Fugazi. Let me just get the goddamn uh. intro out. Yeah, yeah, what do you got? You know what's interesting? Uh, it's interesting how your patience for people calling you Mad Dog is 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 slipping away, and who you're okay with letting it it do do it on accident, and who it just fucking pisses you off when the, when they do the Mad Dog thing. Yeah, we'll discuss that. It's an, it's an right. insight into your relationship with that person, I think. Probably. Let me get the goddamn intro, and then we get into wrap this. this intro up. <laughs> we got yeah, <laughs> I got two interlopers with our yeah. This is America's number one. You know what's interesting? How much you eat laffy taffy this around is, your cousin? What's the, that shit have to do with anything? It's the Greg Stone episode all over again. <laughs> we'll cut. Does that he part know out. that I love him? <laughs> but Jesus, I can't have him back. I love him. He's my. I live with him. I hug him all the time. That was uh. the greatest thing ever. All right. This is America's number one podcast, voted on by Canadians. Costa Ricans love us. Another too. thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> You walk with a limp when you drink too much. Shut the fuck up. Let's start the show. Uh, I'm looking at one of the king of the interruptions. He's the right hand of the king. He is my right hand in general. He has a great head of hair. His name is Benji Suswan. He's a.k.a. Ace Sweet 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 Wine. Oh, that was the best I've ever done. How are you? Yeah, now I have nothing to say. Yeah, of course not, because you just jerked it off all over the place. To the, uh, to the left of him, in between third miking, one of the executive producers of this fine program. He's doing a great job producing the show because the intro's <laughs> coming in five minutes in and there's a bunch of just just jack-off shit in the beginning. His name is Aaron Friedman. You know him. I know him. You love him. I love him as Super Tramp. Hey, what's up? Is this, how many times have you been on the show now? A, a bunch. Yeah, a bunch is, now. Yeah, he's approaching Laster. He's, He's gonna be in the rafters soon. What is uh? Ooh. What is who's what is the guy? Uncle, who's who's the dude who loves Laster? Uncle Billy. What's Uncle Billy think of me? Uncle Billy, don't what do you ask. think of me? Well, I don't maybe, know. Maybe I don't want to know. I don't know. I didn't see him this weekend. Uncle so Billy, let me know what you think of me, unless it's negative. In which case, I don't want to know. Well, there that's go. good. Why would it take control of that situation? <laughs> All right, so what, what I do? Way to balance someone else's family. <laughs> Very well. Hey, in case then, just leave it alone. We don't have to see each other Thanksgiving. Have a great time. Uh, okay. I have no idea. Hopefully, I'll get some feedback from people. All right. I saw my stepdad. He, he's great. He likes most of shows. Doesn't get into too much specifics. Mm. But everyone's like, sometimes you guys just fuck around a little too much. Ooh. I appreciate the honesty. I Should really like it. we think, take these notes and try to be more fun? I want us to get worse. I want us to be so unlistenable. <laughs> I just want to go down in the ship. It's like the producers. Well, I could, I could Ooh, make the worst producer. podcast ever. That makes it the best podcast That would be ever. the best. That would be outstanding. All right, so who do I let? I, I'm sick of telling people, and so I don't see people for a while. I'm sick of grabbing people. About the name? About the name. So I don't, uh, what are you trying to get at? Like people... Yeah, Ooh. what did you notice, Aaron? Well, you, last last night you were at, you were at a show and, okay. and you were brought up as Mad I was Dog, furious. and you were yeah, he furious. apologized. Who? Okay, good. I don't say who. Yeah, where you could, you could guess. Nah, he, I don't say where. You could, you could 
when nah don't worry about it it doesn't but uh yeah i mean it you know what i mean like the the old school guys you're okay with and they don't they don't they don't mean no shit by it but there is it seems like you take it as disrespect for them continuing to do it do you say something every time not every time i get sick of corrected people some people have been slipping um bobby d called me that but i know he corrects it a lot um he was doing with these girls. I saw these girls I haven't seen in two years. I don't know why I say girls like that. Right. That's a hard R. Yeah, that's <laughs> ca- yeah, girls. Get Jezebel on my ass. Um, these two British girls. I think I've told these stories before. I met them here, and they end up going to a bunch of comedy clubs. And I made out with one of them. I should have made out with the other. And we Slip went to game. Dangerfields, and the girl ended up making out with JJ Ramirez on stage. On Only stage? time I've ever been to Dangerfields is on a like quasi date and a half with these two British bros. Wait, wait, wait. On stage? Yeah. And so I bump into them. They Doing hit me the up light. when I was in Vegas, but I wasn't back yet. And then I see them. I was leaving the studio here yesterday, and I had to run to another place. And they seemed weird. And then they're at the 8 o'clock here. And I come back to do the 10, and they're still hanging out. And it was just, I try to talk to them for a second, and I just get these weird looks. Just these weird glazed i don't want to say they're on drugs but it's similar to like heather graham when she stops talking in the coke scene with julianne maybe, moore and boogie nights listen to the podcast oh, cool. changed they everything think, they think you're fucking around too much i'm not i'm settled the fuck down man that's true i wouldn't shut up about my girl over fucking vegas it's despicable i showed pictures look that's, at you oh she don't even care about me who cares let's move on <laughs> all right uh Boy, that Wait, was so how this end with the gal with the gals. Well, they're talking to other comedians, so they bring me up as Mad Dog. Uh, and so then, like one of the guys you saw say Mad Dog, it's because they said Mad Dog to him. Okay, mm. he's pretty good about not calling me that. Okay, you need it's, like a go-to response. That it's a James I, now. I might have to just move. now. All, all your <laughs> all your people, all your people back home. Is it is it is it James? Is still Mad Dog? I got a lot of the wedding this time. James, it's very happy. Oh, I got to tell a story about the wedding. Uh, James. Yeah, we need home stories. On the thing. It was very after last podcast. Nothing really happened. A lot of other weirder stuff that I can't talk about. But uh, I'll tell you some stories. But yeah, boy, this is a podcast that goes. Jeremy, how's this going for you? Fantastic. All right, <laughs> we'll get you in a better. second. It's just a goddamn mess. No wonder our, our numbers are going down. Um, <laughs> so producers, we don't give a shit anymore. Y'all, I'm turning into a heel wrestler. But now it's really raw. It's raw, dog. Finally. Okay, so look, let's talk about this. I go to the wedding, James Manor. Now, the girl getting married, I've talked to a handful of times. She's uh, my dear friend, one of my two main best friends. About three, four. I have a bunch of main best friends. But one of my brothers, his name is Franny. His name is Michael Franzoy. We call him Franny. Got an older brother, Brian Franzoy. Might have got the better nickname. He was uh, uh, the, the Franz. Which is kind of cool. Ooh. That is kind of cool. Or if you ask him, he said when he played football, he was also called the Swami because when he hit you, you could see the fucking future. He said that in a bar once, and even his dad just was like, <laughs> what, what's going on here? <laughs> I like that. Fucking asshole he is. <laughs> so, um, Franny's Uncle John, we all call Uncle John. He's been hanging out with us. We've been going to his house for years, a little round table, and with just a bunch of young punks growing up there, talking for hours, drinking, cooking, hanging. Cooking. Making croutons. We would make croutons. No idea how to make croutons. We'd make croutons for Easter. It's their tradition. I had the shits for three days. I didn't have the heart to tell them. It happens. But they were delicious. Croutons gives you the shits? Those kind did. But we probably a lot of cross-contamination. Like, you couldn't do that what we're doing then now with Ebola. Let's just be honest. (laughs) So I would think it would clog you up. 
Bubba's. I was just, they opened up the gates, the floodgates. Skeeved myself. So uh, we've been just close for years. I've been to the funeral of his parents, Franny's grandparents, and Uncle Johnny always talks, and it's great. And um, it's emo- he's emotional. It's just like, it's the only time I get to see my crew all together because they all have kids and they're wifed up and weddings. That's what he seems. So I'm like, I'm going. And I love Uncle Johnny. He means a lot to me. And as I'm on my way here, his whole little family's writing little Facebook things to me. It's delightful. They put our crew at table 14 and 15 right by the bar. Smart sons of bitches. They've been here before. I'm still hungover from the night before where I wasn't going to go out. And we were at the legendary Patty's Pub 530 in the morning. I am now easing into it with Patty's two- from uh, Always Sunny? No, baby. Vegas had it first. We're mm. hardcore, dog. So I drink a little wind. It's really Always Sunny there. It is Always Sunny. <laughs> you got more lines than a Coke dealer, and I love it there. <laughs> and I'm drinking some wind. Now I'm on the whiskey. Me with Jack of Waters at the weddings. You better hide the children. Uh, it's Sinatra's. It's Sinatra's. Yes, I go crazy. Oh, and this is what he said. I uh, met my uh, niece, my new niece. Jumped, put her right in my arm. There's a picture on Facebook. It's adorable. It's great. So now we're in the back table. Just so you know what the back table is, um, these are the names of people who are sitting at my back table. There is a Mad Dog, there is a Franny, there is a Con Man, there is a Magoo, and there's a girl named Crazy Tits. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Where were you guys, Vegas? We're in Vegas, yeah, of course. <laughs> so that's our back table. The party's going well. Uncle Johnny has come up and hugged all of us individually two or three times already at this point. Thank you so much for coming. This means like, there's just raw emotion. We're all just kibitzing in the back, our crew at the bar, when all of a sudden people realize, oh, they're talking with mics. This must be the best man and maid of honor speeches. So they do it, and then they pass it off to the father of the bride. He says some stuff. I don't really know what he's saying, because I'm going to be honest, I didn't really care. Seemed like a nice dude. Missing a tooth. Kind of weird. Um, on the side. That's a weird one not to replace. Mm. But it's like, what are you going to do? <laughs> then Uncle Johnny gets it. You can hear almost a hush, because people are like, oh, no. He's going to bring down the house. He's going to get emotional. The dude loves to talk. The guy's amazing. Grabs the mic, and he's like, it almost was like the godfather for a second. With the, the meeting of the five families, he's like, I want to thank everyone who's come from faraway places. New York, St. Louis, the other territories. Like, it honestly, is like, it's like you're setting up this meeting. Um, he's getting emotional already, starting to. He's like, I might cry. Who cares? He's a uh, pauses, points to the back. I am standing up with a full glass of whiskey, points to these tables, and goes, I have a crew back there who loves this old man and has hung out and spent many hours with now, we're all getting emotional because this is our dude. He's not our uncle, but he's Uncle Johnny. That's what we call him. We love the dude, and I walk through fire for that dude. But there's a big glowing problem. <laughs> he's now a couple minutes into the speech and hasn't mentioned, mentioned right. you know, his daughter, <laughs> who's the reason we're there. She's getting married. Hasn't said a damn thing about her. Now, you think he might wrap it up at any point point? go, and that's why I love these guys, because they came to support my little Mary. That doesn't happen. He pauses. He's breaking down. He goes, okay, enough of this. I got one more thing to say. Okay. He's going to say, love you, Mary, Curtis. Have a great life together. Got one more thing to say. Let's start this fucking party. On the mic. I st- we in the back all become... 
Henry Hill and Goodfellas in the shower when he hears the funds of the, the, the heist goes through. Just start, Johnny! We're screaming. Everyone else looks at us, hates us, including Mary. Mary seemed weird the rest of the night because us chooches got love and she fucking didn't. She's paying for your party. Unfucking believable. <laughs> and all the rest of the relatives who don't know us from shit, these punk kids on the other side of the family, are just, who let these hoodlums, and we're older. These young kids look like goofballs. And we're out back there, and we get mentioned, and we're hogging all. There's a reason why Jack Daniels was was ran out by like 710. <laughs> we got, Wedding started at 7. <laughs> wedding started at 7-Eleven. It was already done. We had reserved enough of it, man. So uh, I turned to everyone. I turned to Uncle Johnny's sister, Franny's mom, and I go, greatest wedding I've ever been to. <laughs> Hands down. Also, great pastries, homemade mm. cookies, wedding cookies, and cream puffs. I ate eight of them. The last one, the gluck came right out of it. Just laying around the table. People were still there. I'm there with my boy Galen. goes, let's get out of here, buddy. <laughs> after, after all the heat we've caught tonight, let's get out of here. You don't, you don't need cream puff gate. I go, you're right, baby. <laughs> all right, so that was it. Wow. So that, that, so that was you went the to a strip club? <laughs> no, I didn't. No strip club. Met up with some other old friends. Got in a big political debate with a buddy I haven't seen in years. He used to listen to the show. Ooh. Huge, just everything. About? Every, just nonsense. I gave him the, so, uh, the, the whatchamacallit test. Sociopath. Sociopath. He failed, but it's okay. <laughs> I love him. Maybe he can become a doctor. When I was, when I was in eighth grade, I was uh, in a Christmas carol. It was, it was, there were two casts. I was, I was one of the kids. So they had two sets of kids. How crazy is it? Uh, a young Jewish fella being in a Christmas It's crazy, girl. right? I was t- I was Tom the Turkey Boy. What, uh, Christmas Carol starring what, what day, Aaron what day, Freeman. What day, what day is it? What day is it today? <laughs> Watch the day. It's Christmas Day. That was that was my that was my big line. Anyway, it was me and this kid Spencer. And on Sunday they would have two shows. Was Spencer was, for hire? Uh, no. Okay. I, I don't I don't get it. No, what is that? Jeremy? No. No. Spencer for hire. My extended cousin, Robert Yurk, was in it. Sorry guys, I'm a I don't even know who Robert Yurk is. Fuck all you. Okay, go on. So there's a meal. Just joking. I'm a dick. I'm sorry. I'm a heel now. In between, heel. The, <laughs> in between the two Sunday shows, there was a meal. And I had done the first show, and then we had this meal. And then Spencer was going to do the second show. But, uh, oh, actually, this wasn't, this, wasn't, uh, this wasn't actually Christmas Carol. It was actually uh, Inherit the Wind. Uh, but I'm also playing a, a, a young Christian kid because all about the Scopus monkey travel. Not the point. The point is, so Spencer ate so many cream puffs that he got sick at intermission, and I had to come in and do the second half. He did the first half. I did the second half. Oh, wow. Because he of the cream puffs. Because he ate too many cream puffs. Passed out, threw up. <laughs> yeah, just was, was cream, puff, cream puffed out, man. I ate so much that's not on my diet mm. and my regimen. My body right now feels like World War Four. Like you, we skipped three already. Do you still look all right? I look, I only gained about two, three pounds and I'm back to working out. Heavy. You're good. You're good. But Bubba's. How was it being home otherwise? We, we spoke last time about getting emotional. Couldn't do much. Uh, my grandma stayed with my aunt and uncle. And we, had, we couldn't really take her anywhere. Mm-hmm. I go out at night, spent a lot of days with my uncle John watching uh, either Pawn Stars or uh, SVU, which is love, mad love addicting wow. mad addicting it's you don't want to like it you get compelled after too much you just feel gross though it well especially when your your sweet grandma who raised you is sitting there now right. she can't really see she's just sitting there and you hear such buzzwords as semen on right. the down low um <laughs> rape 
Rape? Well, yeah, well the rape's been around. But uh, <laughs> I never wanted to hear semen next to... Then the semen was found in the condom, in the dumpster, <laughs> and anal sex. Whoa, mama, do you want another sandwich? Like, that's just... <laughs> It's it's too much. And even with your uncle, it's still like I'm 36, but it's still kind of uncomfortable. But um, my new favorite show, just great. It's just you turn off your brain and you just get compelled. Yeah, they're movies. They're all many movies. All oh, these poor children, what they go through. You know, the, the the structure, the law and order thing makes it makes it it shortens it, so it doesn't just get boring. There's, you know what I mean? Two separate times you get to get excited, in the one show. Oh, because it's the cops and the courtroom? Yeah, it's the law and the order. Yeah. SVU is less of the courtroom. It's less of the order, more of the law? Gong, gong. Dude, I didn't know homegirl, the lead, what is it, Marisa? Yeah. It's, I don't even know her name. Who cares? Um, This is just real apathetic. But you know what they say about apathy? It kills. But you know what my response say? is, who cares? Um, <laughs> um, her mom, Jay Mansfield, who knew that? Did not know that. Damn, it's too much. On that note, I think we should bring in Jeremy. Yeah. That was a good farting around. I mean... 13 minutes of it was when I thought we were off mic, but who cares about this? So let's set up what's going on here. A lot okay. of Jewish holidays, huh? Yeah, we're right now. Jew Holiday Fest 2014. We're winding down. Winding down. I love that every year these Gentiles are surprised. Like, what? Is, again, another holiday? Yeah, every year you get surprised by it. Stop. Well, we surprised. skip Christmases. That's why Aaron only did it the one year, and the next year he had the year off. They, <laughs> we skip Christmases. Mm. I would like to do that just to make these holidays even better. You'd love your family more if December 25th, the next year, was nothing. If Christmas was uh, like, the, like world the World Cup. Cup. Yeah. If Christmas was... Oh, my God. That's so great. great. That's a book we should write. I bet Mitch Album's writing it right now. If Christmas was the World Cup, it'd be so exciting. You would so love even the assholes. Right. I'm getting the feeling you didn't like being home. <laughs> no, it was fine. It was fine. No, I love it. I, just I love it. You're like, who needs it every year? But it bring incentive, man. Two years. Be like waiting for a Game of Thrones book. <laughs> Finally, you get it. You might the story not might not be what you want this time, but you got something. Yeah, but those off years would be tough. What about Christmas break? You don't want that every year. Well, no. As a kid, when you're a kid, winter break, young man, Mister Politically Correct. Okay, winter Sorry. break. Yes. So, um, you guys are Jewish guys. I think I'm half Jewish. We still don't have the. We'll do it. Whatever. Um, we're bringing in Jeremy. Jeremy grew up down south, Jewish, Ooh. and so to me that's fascinating. So let's take a quick break to go pee pee, and we're gonna discuss. Growing up, deep Southern down, there's a Jew. There's up a handful of them. There's a there about eight in existence, I've counted. <laughs> okay, I'll count it. That makes me sound like the dude from Inglorious Bastards. My bad. See you in a minute. Bop, 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 bop. And we're back. Get a clap. Right, we're doing that because we Stay never stopped. Stop. We never press stop. And I just talked about uh, a co female colleague being very attractive, and I, I don't think that needs to get out there. And we were so close to avoiding this whole issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not going to come out now. <laughs> to be fair, you never said she was attractive. You just said she had a nice body. In all fairness. Yeah, but she's attractive. Okay, but she, didn't, she didn't say that, though. Swatch anicha manuch. All right. Let's Italian. So if you're a female and you know James, he think he could be. you could be the one he thinks you're, who's attractive. One of the 300 female comics I know. You got to... Let's be honest, there's a lot higher percentage than one out of those 300. But let's, let's, I'm beyond that now. Okay? I get civilians. Civilians. I'm Syphilis? No, man, that was a scare, but I got through it. Remember that story? Right, okay, right. we're good. Uh, I'm looking right at my main dude. This guy's a good dude. Work with this dude all over. I'm saying dude a lot who gives a shit because I feel, he's wearing a dolphin shirt and I feel very manly and dudeish with him. You're my dude. My dude, Jeremy Pinsley. What's up, guys? Thank y'all for having me. Pleasure to be here.
Jeremy, thank you for dealing Thanks with all coming. this nonsense on a serious, this very serious day. This is, let's get serious now. We got, we, let's just, nothing but serious. So, Jeremy, let's break it down. Where are you from, baby? From Nashville, Tennessee. Wow. Yeah. I was going to say Miami, but. Uh, well, so the Dolphins, well, because the Titans, we didn't have the Titans until I was like 10, 12 That's years right. old. And my grandparents lived in Boca. Surprising, Jews living in Boca. And Never heard of that in my life. Yeah, I know, right? It was perfect. And then I saw Dan Marino play when I was like five years old, and it was a deep passion ever since. It's kind of insane. Wow. I get I, my my weeks are almost dependent on how the Dolphins do. So wow, Ooh, yeah, I'm a Jets fan. Oh, you're a Jets fan. My first a- pro game was Dolphins though, Marino. Hmm. He'd say hike, ball was already out of his hand. Quickest release. Wasn't Trip. Jay Fielder Jewish? Yeah. yeah. Another reason. That just kept me going. I was like, how am I going to stick with him from Reno? Fiedler comes out right. Jewish. It was amazing. <laughs> I was like, Dolphins for life. You said from Reno? Marino. Oh, Marino. I yeah. Said, yeah. Like, where the hell did you go to Reno? I think I mixed Marino and Fiedler together. I just love them both so much. Well, that's hmm. good. Um, Nashville. My, uh, my, my grandmother was from there. Nashville? Yeah, I think so. Wow. So you have Southern blood. I do. See, this is fascinating. This is what I want to talk, I spend some time there. Like well, three weeks. It's a great time. And especially now, I was just back there this weekend. My f- friends do an annual charity festival, and I do stand up there, and it's just kind of like a fun little thing. And that city is just really on the up and the up. And I love that city. It's great. great I've never been there. I've heard yeah. nothing but good things. I did some volunteer work when they had their flooding a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was just like work during the day and then party at night. We'd go out live. Every bar has live music. Anywhere. There's like it's five amazing. different areas you can go downtown. You can be off into Mumbering. There's like so many areas and there's so many trying. Like in, in New York, you have com- comedians everywhere. So much talent. In Nashville, you got musicians everywhere. Right. So it's just talent yeah. all over the place. Yeah. And yeah. we the, actually was with the Jewish community a little bit. Oh, really? Did you grow up involved? Uh, well, actually, the JCC is named after my grandmother and grandpa. Look at you. My, my, well, my grandfather's brother who died in the military. But they have my grandfather got into real estate, made a great name for himself and contributed to tons of the jcc so mm, it was jewish uh, yeah <laughs> yeah right believe it <laughs> let me ask you this um where do, how did your family settle in nashville yeah. um how did these how jewish far back? okay yes. so my my grandfather uh is from oklahoma he was in the air force and uh fought in world war ii and then after world war ii he did some time in georgia like doing some pre-flight school and stuff down there where i went to school he marched down lumpkin street at the University of Georgia, where I ended up going to school, so that was kind of a cool little thing we had. And then after the war, uh, he—I'm not—I have to—I'm not 100% sure what Nashville in particular, but he was into real estate and I think saw opportunity, came to Nashville and just made a name, came from nothing and made a name for himself. Well, you got to think the country music, uh, the record company there, like that scene was blowing up mm-hmm. after World War II. Country yeah. music very popular. I mean, this is right. See, after World War II, I mean, Sun Records in Memphis is hidden, and that's almost crossing over, right? Yeah. yeah. rock and roll and country. And then people were heading to Nashville. I mean, that was a great boom starting soon after World War II in Nashville of great musicians. Yeah, I think that's when it all started, when it really kind of became what it was. And then, yeah, and then my, mo- my dad is actually from upstate New York. He went to school at Tulane, met my mom, and I think once they, they she was pregnant when they were graduating, and then that's she kind of looped him into the whole Nashville scene. And <laughs> you're coming with, that's yeah, you're coming with. He was like, "All right, I'll do it, whatever, <laughs> yeah. whatever you say." And then they got divorced like eight years later. Where in upstate New York? Uh, Kingston. Okay. So I've only been there like one time when I was a kid. I don't really know the area very mm-hmm. well, but I saw my grandparents when they still kind of lived there, and then they moved to Phoenix because my grandparents on both sides are just retirement people, Boca and Phoenix. 
Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just the typical like Jew hangouts once you get too old. Now, growing up, did you, was there a huge community or no? A Jewish folk. There, there actually was a real, like a lot more, like when I come up here and I'm like, I'm from Nashville, like Jews from the South, that's insane. It's like, no, there was actually a good number. Yeah, there's a nice amount there. There's a nice number, but it was weird, like there was like a huge Jewish community that I was like kind of a part of, like I had friends in and my family's real close with, but all of my friends, like my life was a lot more in the secular, in the Christian mm. world, like that's where all of my friends were. What, uh, what, what Jewish denomination uh, reform, I mean, I'm reformed. We're reform. very. My stepdad is Orthodox, and yeah. even he—he he just married into our family. Was like, all right, I'm stepping it down a notch too. Like, <laughs> this is much better. Y'all just kind of do what you got to do. Y'all, yeah. love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jews are the greatest. Um, so you grew up reformed, but affiliated, going to temple. Yeah, I got bar mitzvah. Went to temple always the high holidays. And what? Uh, what was your bar mitzvah theme? Uh, there wasn't a theme. I remember I played the drums at it. That was the one was thing the that I had to have happen. I was like, I'm playing with that band, whether you guys like it or not. <laughs> and it was great because you're it's like, natural. hey, ladies, impressed. I'm still prepubescent. Can't right. do anything about I'm it. I'm a man now. Yeah, I'm a man. <laughs> but uh, it, I was a late bloomer. It wasn't really there. <laughs> and did you get, so growing up Jewish, was there anti-Semitism? Was there flack? Especially in school if you're hanging out yeah, with, and, the, with the gents. Yeah, it got to the point where. <laughs> with the gents. With the gents. <laughs> and like. It's like the area I lived in wasn't as like rednecky as like some as other areas five minutes away from Nashville. So most of my friends were cool, but I got made fun of for being Jewish all the time. It never offended me. Mm-hmm. It was just one of those where you're like, dude, as long as I don't really like let them say whatever they want. If I make fun of myself, then they're like, wait, I can't get to this guy. Right. And you know, so you kind of have that on you. We're talking like pretty good natured, mean spirited. Yeah, like like stuff like they throw like a couple quarters in front of me and be like, oh, get it, Jew. And I was like, oh, you got me. It was all fun. <laughs> like, like once I laughed at it, as soon as I was able to laugh at it, and we right. like we just became good friends. But we, I think that's I'm, the best way. Anytime someone's making fun of you, like they want you to get upset. Yeah. So getting upset is just doing is falling further into it. Ex- but if you're like, oh, good one, I like it. Like, yeah, fuck. I yeah, yeah, that. yeah. But exactly. also, if, if it's your friends, they're going to be making fun of you for something. So either they're making fun of you for Jewish right. or for having. For being short, yeah, but what would happen is like my friends would make fun of me, and I was like, cool, got it. And then like some other guy would try, like, hey, you Jew, and I'm just like, who the fuck are you? Shut right, up. Like, I right, just right. if you're not going to be creative and you're just going to be like, look, I can point and call you a Jew. What are you? You're doing nothing. But that, but that also is is like anytime your friends make fun of you for for a different quality, other people are going to try to too, and they don't get that you can't bust my balls if you're not tight right you gotta earn that yeah people don't get that you gotta earn the stripes right yeah yeah exactly you gotta earn your stripes if you want to say it like you can say what you want but don't say it to my face unless you you're there you know i uh god i don't know how y'all did it your whole lives dealing with the ignorance the minute people now now with the beard and everything like i said we're pretty sure i'm jewish or only half but um the ignorance that i do hear for people i mean if someone would throw quarters at me it just it's not the offensiveness it's that's the best you can think of Right. That that exactly. hacky nonsense. Hey, pick up the quarters. <laughs> Hate to break it to you. A lot of people pick up them quarters. All right? right. I got a good deal. Well, my dear friends are from right. China. Rents his his family <laughs> would throw elbows to pick those up. I grew up Italian. I, I don't know a single old relative in Rochester who wouldn't trip you to go get them two quarters. Now, they right. might struggle because they're old and they got the arthritis, so they might not be able to pick it up. But um, who's not picking up money? What what religion, Agreed. creed, I heard, uh, color, and uh, race? I just goes- heard uh, somebody came to the club last night. He said he walked past a five dollar bill, didn't pick it up. And where was that person from? Uh, uh, Washington D.C. Ignorantville. That's where the- mm. Why would you pick up? Oh, probably because Ebola. Mm. I bet people ain't touching uh, money now. Ebola trick. Right. Yeah. You could drop. <laughs> all been there. You yeah. could drop a, a blank check right now, <laughs> and it says Rockefeller on top, and no one's going to take advantage of it. Signed and everything. 
Oh, evil. No one, everyone's scared to touch anything of anyone. Well, here's the thing about being ignorant. If someone's doing it like trying to be funny, you could at least come back with something about them. Yeah. And like you could joke around about it. But the times where it's a serious question, that's totally ignorant. And they're not trying to be funny. I feel like that's almost worse. Like, come on. So no. for instance, I played I played baseball at Yeshiva. So we had some another team that really honestly thought that Jews can't travel after sunset any day of the week. Like that's why our schedule was so weird. <laughs> what? Oh, cause that cause like they're like we're vampires. Like once the sun goes down, we're like ah, I gotta get it. Da da da. What other? What's where in the? This is in the Northeast. This though. was New York City. Yeah, or like Staten Island, or like Farmingdale, little uh, you know, a little upstate. But like yeah, we because we had a dual curriculum, so our schedules were always a bit crazy, and like we'd always have to do double headers and stuff. And like yeah, Jews after when the sun goes down, they can no longer travel. That's the thing. Like just do a lit. Like you could Google that beforehand, and that sounds like, yeah, that's insane <laughs> enough that you're like, let me make sure <laughs> right. this is true before I just <laughs> tell you, people about this. Take that a Chinatown yeah. bus from uh, Boston and New York, and you can see the Hasids doing their head bobbing every sundown, yeah. and that that way you know for sure there that they can go. travel. There you go. Yeah. But I feel like that happens with a lot of cultures. Like, yeah. like is it true that you have? sex through a sheet you're like oh come on I was another half of our friends they were like from Baton Rouge and they were like this is like the real rednecks like there's rednecks and these guys I mean we were fishing in a canoe and my friend Bo jumps out of the canoe and wrestles like a four foot alligator just like (laughs) he's like hell man I got it and I'm like get me out of here I'm sick of hanging out with these people they were awesome but like they were had never met a Jew before I was the first one and like they were like I I don't get it like you're like normal you like (laughs) do stuff like we do I'm like yeah man like we're just people and Right. If I had never met them, they'd still be thinking like that because yeah. I know they haven't met another Jew. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's crazy that people treat it's a it's a religion, but also it is an ethnicity. But like people yeah, act like, like you're from Mars, like and like you worship Satan and and Christians. Let's, just, let's I'm going to speak for people now. Okay, preach. Yeah. <laughs> um, none of these three gentlemen I'm looking at have any blood on their hands from Christ. So relax. <laughs> Enough with the, they didn't kill him. Like. That was too long ago. Enough with this, you killed my savior. None of these motherfuckers did. None of them. Aaron didn't. Benji didn't. Jeremy didn't. Half of me probably didn't. So just relax. People, it's like, it, and the same thing, like, uh, sounds the same funny. Thing is, Half of me probably didn't. Yeah, we probably. still don't know that maybe yeah. they did. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the same thing. I, I, there's a comic where we used to do the Village Lantern, which is a great workout room back in the day. And this dude would, if he met any girl... Uh, from Germany, anyone from Germany would just do 12 minutes of "Don't you want to just put me in the oven?" He's only a halfie, and <laughs> I get a little bit of a dr- like a little joke here and there. 12 minutes about these girls. The, do you realize how ashamed these people are that they happen to be born in that country right. 60 years later? That that's part of their history. Right. Like, Dan Oswald has an amazing bit about the Jews in Germany and how they don't they can't do any jokes anymore. Like, oh no, why did the chicken cross the road? To, to see the Jews, and uh, you know, they, they didn't even need to kill them because they were well fed. It was good. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> but I think, I mean, to, to point out, this is true, I think, for any culture or minority or anything people are ignorant about, whether it's Muslims or, or an ethnicity or whatever it is, you know. It's uh, not a Jewish-specific thing, is my, is my point. Well, yeah, I mean, of course, uh, right now, Muslim is, is, is something that everyone is. Yeah, absolutely. Is at, we're just convinced they're all killing machines. Mm-hmm. They Women just can't drive, and they're beheading and whatever it's, it's insane there's one and a half billion of them you know what? i'll be honest even though i don't get offended by like what art does homeland really doesn't paint a good picture <laughs> right. uh, 
of Arabic folks either. But uh, yeah, everyone, what you're not is an alien. And that's not to say there aren't also a lot of crazy people out there. There's crazy on everything. On it, yeah. But um, what you're not scares you. Because yeah. you know what you are and what you think you know what the people hang out and look like you and act like you are. And so that's cool. So you come walking in with, with long beard. And, mm-hmm. and what's people get offended at, at, at yarmulkes. Yeah. Well, what the? Why do they have to wear that? I don't know. Why do you got a why cross you around your care? neck? Ex- yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> it's, it, who cares? It's a decent look. Is it? It's a nice look. You like I'll it? wear one. I mean, I I, I, Please, I have my own issues with it. I think I think anything that's just this physical trapping kind of looks silly to me. Well, I'm gonna start a religion. Okay. We wear well, football then, helmets, so then you don't do it down all day, yeah, every but still, day. When I when I when I see somebody, it, it's not that like I want to kill you, but it's that I think that you look silly. That's fine, but you would say that about a lot of things people wear. Absolutely. In fact, people would probably say that about what you wear. I, I, well, I, he is wearing a Grateful Dead shirt. Right, yeah, <laughs> a, a tie-dye Grateful Dead shirt. It's people on St. Mark's might not agree well, with that. Well, that's the thing. It's, uh, that's on you. That's not on them. If yeah. you look at someone and then start caring and judging, that's a comment on the person looking, not the person being looked at. And you probably are putting things on them that are not true. Oh, that person probably thinks all these other things. Yes, all we all these do that. Other things, but you don't know them. No, it's just a, a, know a willingness to accept that I, I object to other people's willingness to accept. But that, that is a personal thing. But it does have to do with them. Because Why? they did accept where I rejected. So, And they're allowed to. Yeah. But I, just and I am allowed to judge them for... The decision they did or didn't make, mm. but you shouldn't assume. I'm saying they're bad people. Right. No, you, you don't know anything other than the fact that they chose to accept put something on their that head. they would put on this head. Right. Let me ask you this: uh, When, how did it feel having to be the ambassador for Jewishness in the situation? With, with people who, who hadn't really encountered that's a great i loved it i was kind of like this is an opera like i don't feel like i'm a stereotypical jew or i'm you know not that i mean there's some bad negative stereotypes but i was like this is an opportunity for me to just come back hey we're normal people and if i can change 10 people's th- outlook on life like hey you know what jews aren't so bad after all like that's a pretty that's something you know that's something i can say that yeah. i did were, were you fairly knowledgeable you had all the answers if they cared to ask them I mean, I am. Were they asking? Were they? No, curious? no. I mean, they were asking like very service, like just kind of like. I mean, you do know, like some. One of my friends, we, I was in jazz band with this kid for four years. We were drummers together. We sat together every day. We were friends. We did homework together. My senior year, he goes, "You do know you're going to hell, right?" <laughs> this was like oh, to my face. Like we're just talking, and I was like. Uh, kind of hoping that I wasn't, but like, <laughs> what? Right? Yeah. Ah! Like, oh no, I should convert immediately. So, like, good so point. My mother grew up in Michigan, and uh, at one point, one of her one of her friends when she was growing up said, uh, "You're Jewish, but you seem so nice." <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, yeah, similar yeah, things. Crazy. Where it's just like you're you're like normal for a Jew. That right. that's the one yeah. I've gotten. <laughs> I don't know. I think other people's ignorance is their problem. I'm like, whatever, yeah. man. Like, it, what, cool. How'd you respond to that hell comment? Uh, it was, I was really reserved at the time because you're like, what, I'm not going to like get angry. I don't care what he has right. to say, but it was more of like, I can't wait to see my other friends and tell them about this because this will be fun to talk about. And, uh, yeah, we don't hang out anymore. So that's mm. pretty much how that ended. Don't you know you're going to hell? Yep. We, I've had people, I remember we had a, a plumber once come to my house. Ooh, when they tell you about that, that you're going to hell, that and, is amazing. <laughs> but it was actually, it was a little different. To, she, he, he was talking to my mom and he's like, I get you're like older and lost already, but your kids, do you want them also going to hell? 
And I was like, what What are you saying? The, the yeah. thing is, from their perspective, they're, they're not, trying to help. Yeah. They, they have nothing but good intentions right. based on what they believe. They actually think something bad's going to happen to you, and they don't want that to happen, which is coming from a good place. But I hate that. I hate that place. That is such a high and mighty place that right. you don't have a right to have. Like, well, my thoughts are right. pretty accurate. Well, no, you don't know. Well, like, you, you need to believe that your beliefs are right in order to believe them. Oof. I don't know. Is that true? Uh, but I think there has to be some slight bit of your brain that goes, there is a ch-. Like, I look at it like arguing who's going to win the Super Bowl. I can make arguments for every team, and I can make valid right. points why the Seahawks would win, but they might not win. You, you don't do know. not you know. Bo- you and you're know. aware that's a, a very legitimate Yeah, Yeah, you just have to be aware it's possible that right. it's not. Like, I have my own views on, on, like, a religion, basically, in my head. That's how I live. How do you? How do I know that what I'm doing is right and that if there is a judgment day, then I make the cut? Right. How do you know that it's not? How do you know that right. Judaism works? How do you know that that uh, Islam works? Right. Mormon people shit on the Mormons left and right. Ooh, that's a made up religion. How do you know? Sounds like it came from the same place all the others do. Right. How do no, we know that that's that, different? Like just because other religions started thousands of years earlier, it gives them like, well, you can't disprove it. Like that shouldn't be the reason why a newer religion although these other ones these newer ones the Scientology and Mormon I don't know I'm like how are you guys buying it how dare you sir I'm trying to <laughs> have a career in <laughs> right. LA and uh, right. I, I will jump on that Scientology train choo choo baby jeez and here's also the thing about the good intentions some of the most evil acts ever committed were done with good intentions also so you need a you, it, it, certain level it doesn't justify it it's a valid point. It's a great point. If, if all you're doing is having a conversation, it justifies it. I mean, if you're killing somebody out of a good intention, it's a little bit different than if you say, uh, you're going to go to hell here, read this yeah, book. But was it so know? long ago that Christians were doing that? I mean, Crusades were when? Middle Ages? So yeah, I guess it was a long time ago. But <laughs> I mean, in the relative scale <laughs> yeah, of the universe, exactly. it's not exactly. that long. Yeah. It would dep- I mean, that depends too on uh, whether or not this little, little place was created. Or whatever what? the universe, how old it is, right? Exactly. That old, so. Look, I just watched Back to the Future, so to me, it was like <laughs> what yesterday. is time? <laughs> that was yeah, Back to is... the Future Four. They were going back to the Crusades. <laughs> Marty, we gotta save them from the Crusades. I would really I would. I sign me up. Let's get that made. Yeah, let's remake Back to the Future now. I think they were. talks about that. I really hope they don't. Well, they remake it Ghostbusters with all girls. So now I want to remake everything. All Busters. Back to the Future. All Muslims. Done. Ooh. That's mm. it. Somehow end up in Israel. Wow. Back in 68. Right. What happens there? Hilarity. That's how I would pitch it to the studio. Oh, yeah. That's how I would pitch the it. The nonstop to- shenanigans happening well, in Israel. Well, that Absolutely. sounds broad and uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's what they would say. Uh, let's get back to it. Let, let me ask you another question. What, On fire, Trump. What, I love what was it like uh, for you as a Jew from the South coming up to New York where it's such a part of the actual culture. It, it's actually really weird. Like I'm like in the South I remember if I met a girl and she was Jewish at a bar I was like I'm in. Like right. we are the only ones around. Like we have such an automatic connection. And then here I go and I'm like this whole room is Jews. Like my right. sister goes to school in Michigan. Get out of this temple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like we're my Christian friends. Like I'm just used to being around more of those kind of people. But um, like my sister she is a Kyo at Michigan. Uh, she's a senior now. It's not a Christian sorority. 50 of the 52 girls are Jewish. Like, that is Jeez. just unheard wow. of to me. So it's like, it's just, it's weird. It's like, you're supposed to be around your tribe, but I've never been around my tribe. So it's, it's definitely weird. So, so I, I grew up in Syracuse, and uh, like, my family was reformed, but I rejected all of that. So I really didn't know very much, but I came to New York City where non-Jewish people here know way more about Judaism than yeah. I ever did. Yeah, it is nice just to kind of like, hey, I'm out for the high holy days. Like, oh, absolutely cool. Like, just total understanding. It's nice 
not having to explain, but I kind of, there's something fun about that. I don't know. About having to explain. No, yeah, just like laughing at people's ignorance was just entertaining to me at no. all times. Do you and feel like, like you were one in a million out there and now you're almost like a dime a dozen? Oh, yeah. I'm always an individual, James. I'm well, an individual. I, I am not, I am, come on, no. Uh, but yeah, it is, uh, I don't, I don't know if I necessarily think about it. Yeah, but now much. you're Southern and well, that makes exact, So now it's like <laughs> in my standup, I find, I'm like, well, now the Southern thing is a unique thing to hit. So right. I definitely talk about the Jewish, but I'm like, the Southern is what we pick on. Like, mm-hmm. I think I always like kind of having the what's different and let's hit on that, you know? And when did you start doing standup? Uh, I did some in Dallas. So I worked for a marketing agency in Dallas after I graduated. And a lot of marketing translates into comedy. That's kind of mm-hmm. what was mainly pushing me towards it. But I started doing it on the side there, and I've been in New York for three and a half years. So mm. let's say four, four and a half years now. Mm. And did you connect with like the history of Jewish comedians, or was that a, an aspect? Or uh, honestly, my like again, I don't put so much pressure on religion or the you know the past of Jewish comedians. That wasn't like like Dave Chappelle was my favorite stand-up ever. I remember watching. As he should be. Oh my god, I remember watching a Jew. No, I'm sure. Yeah, he is a Jew, right? <laughs> well, he's think he's muslim but yeah 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 he but uh, i remember we watched killing him softly before we were going to a party it was like me and like eight friends and we were like sophomores in high school and we were drinking and everyone was like pumped about this party i've never had more fun the end it ever was like all right we're going i was like no 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 like do you realize what just happened (laughs) like that was insane that was the best thing i've ever seen and then just brian regan was another just huge influence Mm -hmm. of mine and just it was between the marketing and I was a finance major at school, and I was in some foreign exchange class, like my senior year, and we're reading Wall Street Journal articles every night. We have to read them. We have pop quizzes, and I wow. hated them. It was like, and it's like, it's, those are, it could be a paragraph article, but you're taking an half, an hour, half an hour to read it because it's very dense. And so I remember our teacher, who was a real smart dude, was like, guys, like, if you don't like doing this now, like, you're going to be doing this for the rest of your life. And I was just like, you know what? I do need to kind of think about this rest of my life thing. Like, what do I want to do? So got into sports marketing. I liked it. It was a creative job, and I started building state fa- brands like State Farm and AT and T. But there was still just this corporateness behind it, and mm-hmm. like all this creative energy that gets wasted because a client changes direction. And I was like, you know what? I like I connected with everyone at the at the agency. I got to know four hundred people at that agency. Every wow. one of them knew me, uh, and I was like really taken off. And I was like, you know what? If I can make a mark in marketing this quickly, like I bet I can take what I've learned here and apply it to comedy and do what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I think I'd made it. It's like everything kind of worked together at the right time, and it's kind of making sense as it goes along. Well, you're mm-hmm. a good room worker. Yeah. You know I like, how to work a room. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm all, I mean I, it's the key to stand-up in any performance, just audience first. Like, but, as long as you engage, you can never over-engage, so as long as you have that to fall back on, your material right. works itself out. So I'm always like, we're going to have fun. It's going to be, we're going to make right. this happen, you know? Yeah. Do you think that came about, though, being different, being not what everyone else is out south. And so you've got to basically, hey, well, I'm, I am like you too. This One, is called flesh, and i am got the same stuff that you have. That's exa- it's what I've been putting together as I've been doing this because I've never known why. And it was like my, my dad married a Methodist from Hendersonville, Tennessee. So his, my whole half of my family was like hardcore Christians, like know for a fact in the back of their head. And I don't know if it's true anymore, but at the time, these people are going to hell. Like they knew it right. and we're like, well, we're part of the family now. Right. And just having to like every year. I think like, most people think that about their family though. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't exactly. work if they're happy. But, but, they're it wasn't even, yeah. but it wasn't even for the shit that I did. It's right. not that I was annoying. It was just innately, he's going to hell. We're, but we'll have to try to work together. Right. And just, I think I never thought of it, but always being in that scenario and always having to prove like, you're, mm-hmm. you're hey, I'm just a normal person. That's, that's a huge part of it. Did, did you feel like you had to impress certain people to be like, hey, look, we're good? Yeah, because you are representing 
exactly. A bunch of people. It, it was like I had to prove that I was a step like a step above somehow. Like I don't know. Like and it's not an inferiority complex. It wasn't like I'm better. It was just like I want you to see that Jews are cool. We're all people. Right. We need like they're just being around. I hate being around judgment and people being just ignorant. And it's like if we can put an end to this then you can fucking work at a Dairy Queen and you won't get judged. Like, judgment is what makes life miserable for so many people. Aaron, judging people. Yeah, how dare you? Eh, that's Mars. what I do. Son With your bitch. grateful His judgmental truck. eyes have been on me the whole time. <laughs> I don't like it. I've been ready to leave for half an hour. Uh, this, is what, this is what I wanted to ask you about uh, uh, Jewish food in the South. Like, Ooh. just real good brisket or what? Great brisket. <laughs> well, and, and it was weird because, like, there's, there's definitely a difference between Jewish brisket and then when I was in Dallas and having, like, real brisket. And, like, mm. that Dallas brisket, I don't – their barbecue is not my favorite, but their brisket in Dallas is well, unbelievable. They just smoke the hell out of it, right? Yeah, it's, re- it's, like the, it's just the meat is the flavor. The meat is so good that, that you don't sauce it up. You I've just said eat this it. before. There's a way we could – Make a living and relocate in Austin. All of us do the show at Austin. That's my I favorite so fucking city in the world. Yeah. I would Can we do that? Pounds. I, 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 I okay. just Let's Texas go. barbecue is so. It was crazy. I didn't get into like barbecue and deli food really till late and like southern food and all comfort. Those are my favorite foods. I, uh, this mm. weekend in Vegas, I realized that those are my favorite foods. Yeah, I was just learning about the difference between like. A Texas barbecue or like a Kansas City barbecue and one like you're saying is smoked and one's Mem- more yeah, yeah. saucy. And one's yeah, more Kansas City is a saucy, flavorful. Yeah. Dallas is the meat. Memphis is like smoky, you know, flavorful. Dude, yeah. I could, I, I, F-U-X. Uh, Carolina's vinegar base. Oh, yeah, and then, yeah, Carolina the vinegar base. Mm. Hey, you got someone to research it over yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. I went uh, to uh, Porky's. Is that in Nashville? Oh, uh, Corky's? Corky's. Yeah, I have But it's there. a pork. Uh, it's pig. a pig. It's a, it's it's a pig. It's like Porky it's Pig. That's, yeah. That's yeah. how they get away with it. Yeah. One word. Yeah, yeah, that's how creative they were. Like, Porky the pig, P to C. Done. Right. Good place. It's great. But the. Let me play the ignorant for a minute. Let me uh, let's play this game Doing again. It for years. Ignorant. Sure. <laughs> Why change at thirty six? Yeah. Um, but a lot of Jewish folk don't eat barbecue. Correct. You mean for kosher reasons? Yes. Yeah. But so what I found is when you meet Jewish folks who like barbecue, they no, it's got to be just... a kosher barbecue. Okay. Yeah. So, so like you eat no kosher? Pork. Not anymore. No. But what I'm noticing when people who are Jewish, brought Jewish, eat barbecue, it's almost like pornographic their love it's almost <laughs> mm. like someone who was never allowed to talk about sex see sex you can't leave the house then they finally get porn and three girlfriends at once and it's just absolutely they become hank moody in right. californication but with extreme. barbecue it's, it's right. when they're eating a rib it's it's kind of like they're they're it, i would rather watch them fuck and it would be more comfortable because mm. it just mm. seems like like just pure Less into meat. it yeah, ba- bacon's a forbidden <laughs> fruit. Bacon's a forbidden fruit. It was like you couldn't have it. Yeah, it's, but it's so good. Yeah, no, that was my meats. first pork barbecue place. That was right after I finished college and went right there. And I told him like I've never had any of this. And people were, their minds were blown. Like what? This you never had McDonald's. You never had a barbecue. And were, like, they took me out every night. Were you brought up kosher? Uh, no, my grandparents, like, we'd always go to Waffle House, and they wouldn't let me order bacon, and it was like, what are you doing to me? <laughs> Why would you bring me here and to say Waffle no? House, yeah. yeah, to Waffle House. Like, but would you get a bacon any other time? Yeah, my family was not kosher, but my grandparents gotcha. would try to, like, push it on me a little bit. Yeah, it's it never, did, it's it's never And, and yeah. where are you now with belief in, in I I believe... I mean, I am, I guess, agnostic is the word. I just, I don't, no one knows. I be, Like, I believe there could be a God. I believe that any religion could potentially be right. But I just, at the end of the day, you don't know, so I'm not going to live my life according mm-hmm. to a set of guidelines I don't know is true. That just seems 
completely insane to me. Which How, is, what about outside like the the specific laws? Just some, the idea of a supernatural, something outside of. I mean, it's hard to think that this just happened. So. I don't count it out. I'm not right. completely like, no, God, there's no way that's stupid. Like, science, science, science. Yeah, I like, think that's logical. Like, you just don't know, and it's like, I hope. I mean, I really hope there's a magical land we all go to. We're like, dude, this is awesome. But, like, right. I mean, even think of heaven. Like, what age are you? How do you – what's my heaven is not my mom's heaven, you know? Like, mm-hmm. we'd be eating dinner every night together of her heaven. You know, for me, I'd be doing drugs that's and having That's your fun. hell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, again, uh <laughs> I love her, but, you know, I don't want to do it every night. Now, how, how important is it to you to, like, marry a Jewish girl, raise little Jewish babies, all that stuff? Um, I think it's semi-important to raise my kids Jewish. I would like to do that. But, I mean, if I find someone that I'm in love with and she's – I do not go out of my way. I've only dated Christian girls. I've I was about to say that. I don't know you to ever go out with a Jewish girl. No, I've, the, n- the I've never I've been, been out. With you. No, I've never been out with one. Like, I would – I would go out, but I just, I don't care. It's not like, mm-hmm. it just has to, if I'm attracted to you and I like you as a person and our values Is that a match, point your parents ever made, the stressing they wanted you to? Growing marry? up, yes. But over time, no. And then my dad married a Christian woman. Uh, but right. what happened was she raised my brother, agreed to raise my brother Jewish. And I really like the idea of, you know, keeping the traditions alive and a bar mitzvah. And obviously right. nothing too crazy, like, you know, you're doing this and this. But I, I like the, I, I, I relate to Judaism and I definitely want to keep that going if I can. Yeah. But yeah. But in terms of the, the passing on through the mother, that doesn't you don't give a shit about that particularly. No, I mean she knows me now. My mom has got like she just doesn't care anymore. So it's not there's no more like you're gonna make me happy if you do this. It's like just if you're happy, mm-hmm. I'm happy. You know, I quit my job to do stand up. She's learned to put up with some stuff. <laughs> yeah, she knows. Mm, the Jewish guilt. Yeah, it's tough. And you were never really attracted to Jewish girls. Uh, some of them, but. I don't. It was just whenever we went out, we went out with the Saint Cecilia girls, and we went on the farm, and we rode in trucks, and we got drunk, and like I chewed tobacco. I was just like in that southern, right that environment, and I love like I just love blonde hair girls with cowboy boots that you're just like, oh my god! Like she's like trying to kind of be a manly, but not trying too hard, and like right. there's something about that like that side that is I that, really like. Is that still your your type? Uh, yeah, it doesn't, have to, it doesn't have to be New, hardcore. New York hasn't changed you? <laughs> no, I, it's opened my mind. Listen, I am not picky. I do not so you, discriminate. You, you I'm look, open-minded. You're looking for Southern girls before Jewish girls? Probably. But again, I'm not really looking. If I'm meeting, if I'm meeting the girl that I'm attracted Probably. to and I like, I, just, I don't put any limitations on it. Well, that's good. Yeah. I, lo- I really like Jewish girls. And there wasn't that many that I knew growing up in Vegas. And I, th- I was in love with a Jewish girl a year ago, last summer. I mean, she lives in a different city, so it wasn't going to work out. But... Uh, Absolutely, I'm really attracted. Really, I like. I prefer dark hair hmm. and curves. Yeah, the curves is nice. They got. They have. They usually bring a good set of that to the table. Yeah. And dark skin. Oh man, I've been with a couple uh, Sephardic Jewish girls. Nipples darker than any black girl I've ever been with. It was unbelievable. Um, that might scare some family members. <laughs> All right. Uh, Although that does remind me, I'll just I'll finish on one last thing on that. Uh, if I'm like really attracted to a girl and then I find out she's Jewish, it's like it definitely kicks it up. Uh, a notch. Okay, so it's like it's good. You're like, all right, like this, it worked, but I'm not looking for it. Right, that's good. Any closing <coughs> comments? As he coughs up his lungs. Mm. Oh, yes, the Ebola. Yeah. I blame the Southern ignorance. The, ju- the, the <laughs> yeah, Gentile. Man, it's, it's, they've worn me out. I got it's nothing. Given you emphysema. Yeah. Tramp. Closing comments. I got, I got nothing. Yeah, I was thinking back just Always now. has something. Always has something. <laughs> about the point we made about <laughs> I being love ignorant you. about other people's cultures. Find a way to do research on your own end, but also for the people getting it. This is a point I probably should have made earlier. 
It's so if people ask questions and they're not trying to poke fun and they're trying to learn, use that as an opportunity to teach. Yeah, let's talk about this. And you can learn from me and I can learn from you. We'll all hold hands and jerk each other off and whatever. Well, but that's taking it up a notch. Yeah. People, no, I'm saying if people don't know about you and they're trying to ask, don't be like, I can't believe you didn't know, blah, blah, blah. That's, a, that's a, the opposite side of that. But they're that wanting to learn. Yeah. If they're, if, if they're just trying to poke fun and be annoying, and is it true that you're like, if you're not being serious, then we won't talk about it, but they are. That's a learning opportunity. Was, was it you who told me where the sex in the in the holes in the sheet came from? I don't think that's real. I don't know if we were talking. Okay, about. so it's, it's not real. I know that. So it's so never it's existed. Not, never. No, no. no. Then how did this the, the, no, this, So this is what I learned recently, and I don't know if I learned it from you, but apparently, maybe I learned it from maybe. your girlfriend or something. But apparently, like in, in, Uh-oh. in <laughs> what's going on there? Yeah. In in, uh, in 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 the old country years and years ago, people would would uh, they would they would wash their prayer shawls and they would dry them. On, on like drying on like lines on clotheslines and their neighbors wouldn't understand what it was but they would see basically it looks like a big sheet with a ah, hole in it ah yeah somebody so was telling me that's what? where it came from so people they were just like sense. oh there's a sheet with a hole in it they must fuck through that and, and that's that, a huge hole is that fascinating so, I'm gonna try and have <laughs> sex on Halloween through a sheet well this is the other like we'll both go as ghosts and then I'll try and have sex with her through a hole mm. that would be interesting and I'll report back to it on the November whatever edition <laughs> what do you think of that go on yeah. I'm sorry Trent Oh, there was also I. I uh, my last girlfriend was Irish, and apparently the the Jews have a like a decent sized penis stereotype that I wasn't aware of. Really? Yeah, it's like a thing. I've heard good things about Jew penises from <laughs> girls. I've, I, didn't, um, I didn't know that that was a like a. This is what I've heard. I've heard Jewish penis, Italian penis. God bless. Uh, two bases. Um, Spanish. I've heard Spanish. Is this in order? Uh, I don't know all that. Um, <laughs> Ireland gets a bad rap. Yeah, that's what I heard too. But I'm gonna t- I'll say this story. I got a dear friend who's listening to the show. We had a competition one night where <laughs> a girl grabbed uh, both our penises, and I, I was very confident. And uh, he beat. I think we're probably about the same length. Has me beat by a lot by girth. I think pure girth. Irish, pure Irish guy. He may or may not end up with the girl. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Um, but. Who would have saw that coming? They're just mm-hmm. known for the gherkins, right? The little, what are you going to do? How did this happen? <laughs> Probably because you can't talk about girls' vaginas hey, without learning like about thing. other people's cultures. This yeah, is no, it's all about. knowledge. <laughs> yeah. okay, we're going to have a podcast with like four Irish guys go, just sick of them asking us about our small penises. Right. <laughs> They're so ignorant. Asians, right. they get a bad rap. The who? Asians. Yeah, but then I mean, Hangover Three doesn't really help it when. Uh, yeah, no, it, Doctor The Ken. first one, yeah, he just comes out with it. What was he even got there? I also heard uh, Indians; they had trouble uh, condoms slip off very easily because they're too big. The condoms are too big. All right, we're gonna bring in three world traveling women yes. of ethnicities to get to the bottom of this. Yeah, we need some real insight. None of us will be here on that show. That's not we don't know exactly. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, thank you so much. Uh, please plug away whatever you got. Uh, yeah, no, so uh, we got Brother Jimmy's monthly. Yeah, doing it, Mad Dog. James, I'm sorry, James. You son of a I know, bitch. I haven't called you that forever, and then we're here and I do See, that. See, I'm giving him the business, Aaron. No, but yeah, no, I, but I deserve the business. It's James, it's fucking James. Uh, anyway, so he's hosting. James. It's really, it's growing, it's really become it's a lot a of fun, show. It's and I'm having more fun doing it. And uh, let's see, what else? Is and there I anything eat, else? I eat barbecue very pornographically before I go on. Yeah, yeah, you were talking about that earlier. It's, it's disturbing to a degree. But, I hey. love it. Yeah, so we got that show monthly and Twitter, Twitter at uh, Jerbear Pinsley. Check it out. Uh, yeah, Facebook, um, Facebook. My name Jeremy Pinsley. There's no E in Pinsley. All right, it used to be Pinsky. Changed it from Pinsky to Pinsley to sound less Pinsky. Jewish. Oh, do you? Yeah. 
You, yeah. you did that or your people did that? My grandfather did okay. it to, to sound less Jewish to get okay. a job. Gotcha. So. And then what about the Instagrams? The Instagram, uh, J.R. Bear Pinsley, keeping it consistent across. Good boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Benger. Thank you, The Jay. best of BS on Twitter. We got the promo code. Lost. Lost. For all our fans out there in Canada and Cambodia, come to New York. Come to a show. Half off tickets. Any stand-up New York show. Check out Stand Up New York Labs also. We got a ton of podcasts. They're all free, amazing content with the top talent in the city. Yes. Check it out. Spread the word. Spread the love. Learn about other people. Don't be an asshole and don't judge, Aaron. <laughs> that was a great <laughs> slight, dude. That was such a subtle business that you gave him. Um, Tramp. Uh, I'm Aaron Friedman on Twitter. Let's let's judge some shit together. <laughs> Ooh, good Judging retort. Together though. <laughs> Judging together. Forever. It's all about unity. Is it just a Twitter? Yeah. Okay. I'm James L. Madden on the Twitter. I'm James L. Madden on the Facebook. I'm James L. Madden on Instagrams. I'm F-U-X-ing with Instagram having a blast. I should have done it years ago. Broke my phone the other day. My shattered the glass screen. Sh- my Deal is now 50 bucks less a month. Should have done that six months ago. And then that night, I said, let's get the Instagram on the new phone. Hooked. Showing such great pictures as, as a picture of my boot on the subway. Everyone needs to see my boots. Got them. I guess what they're made for do. Walking, baby. They're going to walk all over you, like Nancy Sinatra said. All right. So check that out. Mad love to everyone who does this show, man. Mad love to Trampy here. Producing it with Minnesota John Fatigate with Kitchen uh, Chicken Catch Kitchen Catch Tories even kitchen. funnier Chris Flinity um, Mad Love to Donnie and Gabe everyone who puts this together Timothy Nicholas all the family the five families the people came from New York Uncle Johnny with his curse words I'm out baby we're all worth the million prizes bye, 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 bye.